welcome to the Jackal Sports FPL podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Sutton, and today we're going to be talking about value. Now, value is obviously very important when it comes to fantasy football because, as you know, we don't have an unlimited budget. Otherwise, we'd create the best team we possibly could. We'd have Salah, we'd have Mane, we'd have Kane. But obviously, we can't do that. And so, it's very important that we do try and assess a player's value. And because everyone has the same budget in FPL, you spend your money inefficiently, you will be punished. There's a great line in the film Moneyball that sums up my attitude to this. It might be in the book as well, but I have not read the book because I never learned how to read. Jonah Hill's character says most teams think in terms of buying players when really they should be buying wins. I think that's a great attitude to have towards FPL. Don't think in terms of buying players, think in terms of buying points. The first way to try and assess value is by using points per million. And although I applaud people for using a quantitative outlook on this, we do have to acknowledge that this is a flawed metric. I think the easiest way to portray this is increase every player's price by 5 million, but also increase your budget by 75 million. There would be absolutely zero difference to your team construction, and yet the points per millions are going to be all over the place. Let's look at two players that had the same points per million last year. One is Mo Salah, and the other is Aaron Moy. Both of these had a points per million of 0.53, and yet Aaron Moy had a points per full appearance of 2.92, and Mo Salah had a points per full appearance of 6.89. Most of us would view these players as incomparable, and yet here they are with the same points per million. But let's use my example and add 5 million to both players' prices, and we can clearly see that Mo Salah has a better points per million in that instance having a points per million of 0.382 compared to Aaron Moy's 0.28. But what happens if we do the opposite and say take 5 million away from both players' prices? Suddenly Mo Salah would have a points per million of 0.86, but Aaron Moy would have a points per million of 5.84. Are we going to say that Aaron Moy is somehow six times better value than Mo Salah? Of course not. So although points per million is a flawed metric, I do think it gives us a good jumping off point to talk about other better metrics. One of these better metrics, in my opinion, is VORP, or value over replacement player. I think one of the problems with points per million is when you buy a player, it makes the assumption that we're filling an empty space. But of course we're not. A player in our 11 will get points, and they do have a cost. So that minimum cost is often 4.0 or 4.5, and they don't score zero points either. Some of them will get two points. Sometimes they'll get six if they get a clean sheet as well. That player in that position will score points. So what we have to be doing is looking to replace that player. And obviously when we replace that player, and ideally get in a better player, we want to do that efficiently. And that's where value over replacement player comes in. So if we use a replacement player, which is probably about a 4.5 player who scores an average about 2.8 points, we can now compare Salah and Moy again. And the way we'll do this is we'll get that player's points minus the replacement player's points, and then we'll divide that all by the player's price minus the replacement player's price. Just remember to put brackets around your points minus replacement points and brackets around your price minus replacement price, otherwise you won't be obeying the laws of BODMAS. And I hope you remember what that is from your year 8 maths lessons. But if we use this metric, Salah actually scores 0.48 as Aaron Moy only gets 0.15. We can now see quite a concrete difference between the two there are some quite obvious issues with Vorp, though. 
what do we use as a replacement player? Do we use the average 4.5 player or do we try and use the best 4.5 player? Or do we use a 4.0 player who basically sits on your bench getting one point at best? You know, maybe if you're looking at more premium players, do we use like a 6.5 midfielder? All these things are quite ill-defined, but it does also have some quite obvious uses. And I think it's really useful to look at before the season starts as well, especially when we can tinker with all these things. We want to use our budget efficiently, and it's really good for comparing players and making decisions on that basis. I mean, do we think it's better to move from Jorginho to Perez, using Jorginho as the replacement player? Or do we think it's better to move from Josh King to Callum Wilson, using Josh King as a replacement player? Both are spending 1.5, but how many points are you actually getting from that? And I think that is where VORP is very useful. One thing I've been thinking about is adjusted price. As I pointed out, one of the problems with value over replacement player is using an arbitrary replacement player, whether that be a 4.5 player or 5.5 player, getting how many points, who knows. What I've tried to do is create a line of best fit through all the players that I can. We can see this as immediate improvement over points per million because what this does is it gives us an intercept at zero. So theoretically, we can have a replacement player that costs zero million but does actually score points. So by using players in the sample, I did create a line of best fit. And yes, we're going to have to start thinking about year eight maths again of y equals 0.51x plus 0.77, where y is points and x is price. The problem is, if we do use that replacement player that costs zero pounds, it does somewhat change depending on how we adjust the prices. So if we took four million away from every player, the gradient would stay the same, but the intercept would change, and that would actually change our value over replacement player. But no matter if we add five million to everyone's price or take away five million from everyone's price, every single player's adjusted price will be the same. And the way we work out adjusted price is we essentially take the points minus the intercept all over the gradient. I think it's an interesting thing to think about and an interesting way to try and maximize the points within your team. If we know that 1 million gets you about 0.51 points, maximizing your team's total adjusted price should be a good way of yielding points. So looking at some players' adjusted price, and bearing in mind this is based on points per full appearance, Leroy Sané actually comes in with the highest adjusted price of 13.2 million, followed by Raheem Sterling at 12.78, so both of those could be very good value this season. Mohamed Salah only has an adjusted price of 12.0, so he still actually looks slightly overpriced, but bearing in mind that he's a captaincy option does actually change the market somewhat. Trent Alexander-Arnold, I think, is really noticeable with an adjusted price of 11.5 million, especially when you consider that's higher than Sadio Mane's of 11.4 and then straight in after is Sergio Aguero with 10.8. The other main Liverpool defenders of Andrew Robertson had an adjusted price of 10.1, and Virgil van Dijk was 9.4. But it's interesting if we look at the strikers, Harry Kane had an adjusted price of 10.0, Aubameyang had an adjusted price of 9.8, as did Callum Wilson, and Raul Jimenez had an adjusted price of 8.7. I think it's quite interesting the value that premium strikers give, or lack thereof. I'm sure this has its flaws because everything does, but I thought this was quite an interesting idea that I hadn't really seen put forward before. So if you ever want to discuss this with me and absolutely rip apart this idea, you're more than welcome to do that on Twitter because I just kind of wanted to throw this idea out there as a different way of thinking about things. 
So there's a few thoughts about value and a few different ways of thinking about it. Thank you for listening. I've been Benjamin Sutton. Follow me on Twitter at Ben Sutton Jackal. And hopefully I can see you soon.